Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Expectations are high as the men's college basketball season begins this week. The Mount St. Joseph Lions travel east to Marietta for their first game Friday afternoon in the Great Lakes Invitational to play perennial NCAC contender Wittenberg. The Tigers were 19-8 and one year ago as the Lions narrowly missed an NCAA tourney bird. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday afternoon for the tip-off of the opening game at 2 with the pregame show starting at 1.30. It's the Lions and the Tigers in the Great Lakes Invitational Friday afternoon at 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And, of course, we'll be down in Marietta for that ball game, as you just heard, and that will be the opening of the men's college basketball season for Mount St. Joseph. And that should be a very good one. Toby Kerrigan, boy, he's got some expectations out of his ball club this season, and he's actually looking forward to those. Of course, we'll talk with Toby throughout the basketball season, and hopefully he's listening in here tonight. As this one is about ready to get underway here this evening after the overtime outing that we had earlier this tonight in the first game with Xavier winning it by five over New Hampshire 71 to 66. There was some Heartland Conference football that went on around the area in the Heartland Conference and that was a big point of contention. Of course Mount St. Joseph had the weekend off. This was their bye week. They wrapped up their season a week ago with their victory and they ended up 6-4 and four on the year. But here's a look at what happened today. Bluffton defeated Defiance 33-26. to 26. Elsewhere in the Heartland Conference, Rose Holman destroyed Earlham. Earlham has lost 41 games in a row now. 83 to 14. But Franklin ended up winning the Heartland Conference in football today as they defeated Hanover by a final score of 56 to 14. So Hanover now has won the conference eight consecutive, or should say Franklin has won the conference eight consecutive seasons with that victory here today. So Franklin ends up winning it, and we'll see whether or not they get a playoff berth coming up later on this week. Of course, this weekend, as we told you, is the Lions men's basketball team. Their opener is coming up in the Great Lakes Invitational. That's at Marietta College. The Lions are going to be playing perennial NCAC championship contender Wittenberg in the first game of that outing at 2 p.m. There are eight teams that are going to be involved. Four games on Friday, four games on Saturday. We'll broadcast the two games that Mount St. Joseph is involved in and all of the Lions men's game this winter, starting with the pregame show on Friday afternoon at 1.30. So we hope you join us then. Wilmington last year, I should say Wittenberg a year ago, ended up 19-9 and on the season. And Mount St. Joseph just barely missed a tournament bid in the NCAA when they were defeated by Hanover in the championship game of the Heartland Conference Tournament. Now, elsewhere in that tournament on Friday at 4 p.m., Birmingham Southern at 14 and 14 a year ago will play St. John Fisher. They were 23 and 6 one season ago. St. Thomas at 6 o'clock, 19 and 8 one season ago. Takes on Dickinson. They were 16 and 11 last year. And at 8 o'clock, Marietta, the host team, at 26 and 5 last year, will take on Hope at 23 and 7. And Hope is always a good Division Three basketball school. So that's a look at the schedule for Friday. Now on Saturday, 
Wittenberg at 1 o'clock will be playing Birmingham Southern. At 3 o'clock, Hope takes on St. John Fisher. At 5 o'clock, the Mount will play Dickinson. We'll have that game and be on the air somewhere around 4.30, maybe about a quarter to 5, because there are two games prior to that. So you'll have to just keep listening in and keep looking at the website to see when our pregame show is going to start on that one on Saturday. But the tip-off right now is scheduled for 5 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And then the final game is Saturday night at 7 o'clock, and that will have Marietta taking on St. Thomas. And that is in the Marietta Great Lakes Invitational. Now, elsewhere, let's back it up to Wednesday night. As we said, the Mount isn't going to get started until that Great Lakes Invitational. But Wednesday night around the conference, there are a lot of games getting underway. At 7.30 on Wednesday, Franklin will be playing at DePauw. Kenyon goes to Earlham. Greenville will be at Transylvania. And Ohio Midwestern will play at Defiance. And then there's an 8.30 game on Wednesday night. That is Manchester at Elmhurst. There's also women's basketball on Wednesday night. Wright-Patterson Air Force Base will be at the Mount taking on St. Joseph, St. Joseph University. And we'll have that game for you coming up on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6.30. Elsewhere around the area, Spalding will be playing at Hanover. Defiance is at Trine. And Albion will be at Anderson. Now, there's other basketball action going on Friday night also. Rose Holman is playing against Finlandia in the Hope College Tournament. That will be at 5 o'clock on Friday. Elsewhere, Bluffton plays at Ohio Northern. That game is going on in Chicago. Anderson will play at center. That game is at 7. And Ohio Wesleyan will play Manchester in the Mainview Tip-Off Classic. And that will be on Wednesday night also. Hiram 17-9 a year ago. 9-7 in the NCAC taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions at 2-23 last season, 1-17 in the Heartland Conference. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more from the Centos Center right after this timeout. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. The women's basketball season is moving along as Game 2 is coming up. The Mount St. Joseph Lions hit the home floor for the first time Wednesday night, and they will host Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. These two teams are facing off for the first time, and the Lions want their first game at home to be a win. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Wednesday night as we bring you all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The tip-off is set for 7 from the Harrington Center. Join me for the free game show at 6.30. Mount St. Joseph will host Wright-Patterson Air Force Base Wednesday night at 7, and you can catch all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 
Well, the best laid plans of mice and men, they never come out to fruition. And same thing for tonight. We spent a lot of time talking about Hiram and the three returning starters that they've got from a year ago, one of them being Kayla Yost and the other one being Kaylee Shockley. Well, guess what? Neither one of them are playing tonight. So Yost is out, Shockley is out, so that changes the way Alex Dellis is probably going to coach tonight's basketball game. But it also takes two big scorers off the floor for Hiram here this evening. Hiram last year, 17-9. and and they were 9-7 and seven in the North Coast Athletic Conference. They were 8-2 and two in non-conference games. Alex Dellis in her first year as head coach of the Terriers. They were 7-5 and five at home, 8-4 and four on the road, and they were 2-0 and oh on neutral floors. Dellis is taking over a program as a second-generation Terrier. Her father also attended Hiram and appeared in 101 career games. A four-year letter winner, she appeared in at least 24 games in every season, totaling over 500 points throughout her career. But she's taking over a Terrier women's basketball program that saw them reach new heights in team wins a year ago, 17 and 9 North Coast Athletic Conference victories. Hiram is returning a trio of starters to the floor from that team, including, as we said, Shockley, who averaged 10 points, 5 rebounds a game, as well as seniors Kayla Yost, 10.7 rebounds, and Allison Vinoy, 6.5 points and 3.1 assists per ball game. The Terriers ended up going into the NCAC tournament as they take the top eight teams, and they ended up losing in the first round of that tournament at home against Oberlin. But what's going on tonight for the Terriers? You're taking 10 points off the floor in Shockley, 10 points off the floor in Yost, off of a team that scored 62.5 points per ball game. Now suddenly you've got them down to 42, and it makes this a more manageable game for Mount St. Joseph here tonight. Defensively, Hiram gave up almost 59 points a game one year ago. As far as the Lions are concerned, well, they are a team that is totally rebuilding. 11 freshmen and only four upperclassmen. They finished 2-23 and a year ago. They were 1-17 and in the Heartland Conference. They were 1-6 and in non-conference games. Dan Benjamin entering his fourth year as head coach of the Lions. He's got 26 wins and 76 defeats in his career. They were 0-10 at home last year, 1-10 on the road, and 1-3 on a neutral floor. They began the season a year ago 0-10 before winning their first game on December 30th in the Wittenberg Tournament over Brescia, 52-46. Their second win came eight games later over Anderson, 55-51. Coming into tonight, the Lions now have lost five straight Four players are returning from last year. Leading scorer, Laney Studer, who averaged 13.5 points per game. Haley Hudson, Brooklyn Sturwald, and Rachel Fairfield. But Sturwald is not going to play tonight, and she has got an injury, so she is out. There are 11 freshmen on this team, three juniors, and one senior. So this is a young team full of promise, but green. And we talked to head coach Dan Benjamin about that, and this classic in the honor of Lauren Hill. Dan, before this evening's ball game, first of all, talk a little bit about Lauren Hill, what you remember about her and the effect that she's had on this program. I, I remember the young lady coming to us and committing to us on her uh, 18th birthday. And then the relationship built from there, and uh, unfortunately, you know, 49 days later being diagnosed with DIPG. But her spirit was unbelievable. Her attitude was, you know, 
just remarkable when you think about it. When you're diagnosed at 18 years of age and told you have an inoperable brain tumor and you're given two years at best, you know, probably less. Uh, she came at us and said, hey, I, I need to do something special. She did. We turned it into this wonderful thing, which I have no clue how and why it really happened. You know, I mean, I was just fortunate enough to be, I guess, the pilot of it, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we sold out this arena right here. And you look up, you see all those seats that are empty right now up in the stadium. And, you know, Lauren's goal was to play in a collegiate game, and we accomplished that. And then her the next biggest goal was to become a voice for all these children who suffer from DIPG and, and brain cancer. And, uh, you know, we're sitting right here underneath the basket at Xavier in the Centos Center where she made that first basket that everybody just cheered her on and saw around basically the world. And it was pretty amazing to sit back and remember that. How did you diagram that up? Did you go and talk to the Hiram coaches about getting it accomplished? Well, yeah, so we did. And, you know, my sister at the time, Jared Neeson, drew it up and said, Let's go with her left hand since she couldn't shoot with her dominant hand, the right hand. So we did, and uh, we, we we got with uh, Coach Hayes, and uh, she said, Coach, what do you want to do for her first shot? And we told her, and they actually tipped the ball to us, and uh, I believe. And then they uh, they sat back and fell into everything, and uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing day for us, an amazing day for them. And uh, Hiram's got four seniors that were on that team in that game. And, uh, you know... I know three of them are here today. I don't know about the fourth one, but I know when we saw them at dinner last night, they all came up and hugged me and said, hey, Coach Bear, how you doing? And, uh, you know, we built a relationship with them, and that's that's an amazing thing to have in sports. Dan, let's talk about your team. You've got 11 freshmen that you have brought into this program. Do you even have a clue what you've got so far? 11 freshmen. <laughs> um, we got some talented kids, but as you know, Dave, they're going to struggle. They're young. They're going to learn. You know, this this arena alone is going to be unique for them just to play in such a big arena like this. And then when they get, you know, the steam going up in our conference in the ACAC, it's going to be physical for them. And I know it's going to be tough. So, you know, in the offseason, we had them lifting. We had them going. And, uh, you know, I hope they can overcome the nerves and uh, learn how to play basketball and realize the ball isn't any different than the high school ball and the floor is the same as everybody else's. So... We'll wait and see tonight, you know, after we tip off how good our freshmen can be, and uh, we'll go from there. Do you have any idea what type of team you're going to be, fast, slow, defense, offense? Well, I'm hoping we're a little bit faster than we've been in the past. Uh, I know that's what we're gearing ourselves towards. And uh, offensively, we're trying to get a little bit different look, you know, and uh, get some backdoor cuts out of our girls. We will go small at times, and that means we're going to give up a lot in the paint. But, you know, at that point, we're hoping we can pick the ball up out of the net and go and be as fast as we could. And... Uh, We'll give that a chance. We don't have a whole lot of post players. we got two, uh, and they're banged up. So, you know, man, I have a choice, but go small. And, of course, Hiram, they've got the three returners. What do you expect out of them this, in this game? Well, they'll play, they'll play solid. they got a new coach, and uh, Coach Alex. And uh, I know she'll do a great job. She comes from Case Western, and she did a good job there as an assistant. But, uh, you know, they got one young girl, Kayla, and she's a, she's a heck of a three-point shooter. And then uh, they got another taller girl who's pretty good, but I'm not so sure she's playing. I, I don't know. we got to wait till game time. I heard she hurt her knee. and uh, But I expect them to push the ball up the floor a little bit, but to be more disciplined uh, on offense where we're going to try and get that backdoor quick hitter at times and uh, speed up the game more. Are you happy with where the team is right now? Well, with, without playing a game yet, yeah, I guess you can be. We're like everybody else, undefeated. But... Uh, you know, you get nervous, like I said, with all the young freshmen. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm hoping that we progress uh, to the point to where we can compete, you know, to make the tournament this year. 
and uh, if we do that, I'll be really happy. But uh, as a young team, it's hard to gauge where we're going to be. Dan, good luck tonight. Thank you. I know in talking with Dan off tape, I know one of the things that he's going to concentrate on this year with all the freshmen is he'd like to keep the turnovers down to 15 or less. A lot of coaches like to keep it around 20, but he'd like to keep it around 15. He figures if they can do that somewhere around 15 or less, then this team is playing pretty well. But when you take 11th freshman and you put them on a ball club with four upperclassmen and you try to blend the team together like Dan Benjamin is going to try to do with the Mount this season. That's going to be a difficult thing to do, but what they're going to want to try and accomplish is become a better ball club every game that they play this season through the 25 games. And if they can get better and better and better and pull out 8 to 10 victories this year, then he knows he's got something special. But the reason I ask him that question about do you even know what you've got is because you don't know when you bring in a freshman if they're going to play well, if they're going to play bad, if they're going to overcome the jitters that they've got as a freshman, especially playing in this kind of environment at the Cintas Center in their very first ball game. So what you've got to do is look, and you'll see, you'll find some surprises out from these kids, both good and bad. It's Hiram taking on Mount St. Joseph. We'll be back to take a look at the keys for tonight's ball game, have the starting lineups, and the national anthem. We'll do all that when we return right after this timeout. Hi. This is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Exclusive access, premium tickets, travel and hospitality, all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. Well, we didn't even get to the shocker this afternoon in college football, and that happened just a few minutes ago, where number one Georgia went down to their first defeat. And they didn't just go down to a defeat. They went down to a defeat like Ohio State went down to Iowa a week ago. Auburn defeated Georgia this afternoon 40-17. to They destroyed the number one team in the country. So that obviously means Alabama is going to move up to the number one spot in college football coming up later on this week. And on top of that, the Ohio State Buckeyes, you never know what's going to happen with that team. They ended up beating Michigan State this week 48-3 to this afternoon. They were up big at halftime and just coasted in the second half, so they ended up winning it. So the Buckeyes still on tap to win the Big Ten championship if they get the opportunity to move into the championship game, but they've got to go unbeaten throughout the rest of their ball games 
this season. So those are the two college basketball, college football scores, I should say, that we wanted to bring to your attention. Well, the Heartland Conference, the media voted upon the what they thought the preseason poll was going to be in women's college basketball this year. Transylvania, who finished 12-6 and six a year ago in the conference, ended up being the number one pick. They were third a year ago. Rose Holman, the number two pick. They were the first place team a year ago. The second place team, Bluffton, they were voted in to be number three and then followed up by Hanover, Franklin, Defiance, Manchester, Anderson, Erlem, and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. So that is the way that the media saw how the women's preseason rankings were going to be this year. And, of course, we'll go over the men's. I can tell you that Hanover was voted number one and Mount St. Joseph number two in the men's preseason poll. But we'll talk more about that coming up on Friday when we bring you men's college basketball from the Great Lakes Tournament at Marietta College. We're about set to get this one underway here this evening. And, between the Hiram Terriers, 17 and 9 last year, 9 and 7 in the NCAC, taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions at 2 and 23, 1 and 17 in the Heartland Conference here in this Lauren Hill basketball classic. As we've got the officials here tonight are coming down here to bump fists with me. It's always fun to be down at press row, right at center court. The officials. I think if they come up and bump hands with me that I'll be in their corner. Little do they know. Linda Miles is one of the officials tonight. Laura Francession is the other official. And the third official on the floor will be Marikisha Smith. And now, as, let's check out the starting lineups. The visiting team on the scoreboard here tonight is going to be the Hiram Terriers. And as we told you, Kayla Shockley and Kayla Yost are not going to play in tonight's ballgame. So here's the starting lineup. Four, Alex Dellis is Hiram Terrier. They will go at the guards. Elena Conroy, number 10, a 5'7 freshman. Madison Branch will be at the other forward, number 15. She's a 5'4 freshman. In the middle will be Bree Burgess. Burgess, number 25, is a 5'11 junior. In the backcourt is Erica Johnson. Johnson hit the game winner a year ago. She's a 5'8 junior, number 23. And Allison Vinoy will be at the guard. She's number 31, averaged 3.1 assists a year ago to lead the Terriers in that category. She's number 31, a 5'5 senior. So it'll be Conroy, Branch, Vinoy, Johnson, and Burgess, the starters for the Hiram Terriers in the first game of Alex Dellis' head coaching career for the Hiram Terriers. Now, for the Mount St. Joseph Lions, 2-23 on the season one year ago, 1-17 in the Hartley Conference. They will start at the forward position. Number 12, Haley Hudson, a 5'8 junior. At the other forward will be Laney Studer. Studer, number 13, a 5'7 junior. In the middle, number 33, Rachel Fairfield, a 6'3 senior. And in the backcourt, it will be Maddie Haberthy, Haberthy, number 23, a 5'5 freshman. And Aaliyah Tucker will be the other guard, number 23, a 5'5 forward. Sturwald, Brooklyn Sturwald, who is expected to be in the starting lineup, will not play here tonight. So it's Tucker and Haberthy at the guards, Fairfield in the middle, Hudson and Studer at the forward positions under head coach Dan Benjamin in his fourth year. 26 wins, 76 defeats, and he is assisted by Jessica Fields. Hiram in their road red uniforms with black numerals and white trim. 
Mount St. Joseph in their gold uniforms, the home unis, with blue numerals and lettering and white trim. The Lions will be going from right to left across your computer screen. It will be Burgess for Hiram Fairfield in the center circle for Mount St. Joseph to tip this one off. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight on Ultimate Sports Talk as the college basketball season gets underway. Hiram controls the tip into the backcourt, and it's taken in by Burgess, and it is underway on the right-hand side. It goes to Vinoy. Vinoy got the ball knocked free by Mount St. Joseph, but it will go right back to the Terriers as it was knocked free by Hudson. So the Lions playing defense. Hiram with the basketball down to the right of us. They get the basketball underneath. Knocked away and stolen away. Ball loose on the sideline. And it's last touch by Hiram's Elena Conroy. And it will go back to Mount St. Joseph on the turnover. First one of the ball game and the first one of the season for Hiram. Bringing it into the front court is Studer. Studer gets it over on the right-hand side to Tucker. Tucker goes left wing to Studer. Studer with the basketball, number 13. Look for the three, dumps it underneath the Fairfield. Fairfield in the lane, put it up off the glass and good. Fairfield, her first two of the ball game. And Hiram is down on the scoreboard to the Lions at two to nothing. We have played just one minute of this one. Of course, they play four quarters in women's college basketball, not the two halves like men, the men's do. Conroy off the right-hand side, no good, and the rebound was taken down by Fairfield. Fairfield gets it up the floor on the left-hand side to Hudson. Hudson kicks it off on the left baseline to Haberthy, and Haberthy put up the three and drilled it. Haberthy with her first three of the night. Mount St. Joseph on the scoreboard. They lead it five to nothing. Top of the circle. It goes to Burgess. Burgess, top of the key. Dribbles down to the right-hand side. Spins in against Fairfield. Tried to do the up-and-under move. Kicks it back outside to Branch. Branch dribbles out of the right baseline. Back over on the left corner. It goes to Conroy. And Conroy drilled it from the left baseline for three. That makes it five to three with 8.18 left to go in the first quarter. Fairfield in the circle. Fairfield, one dribble, top of the key. Goes to Conroy. Conroy now goes on the left-hand side to Studer. Studer back out to Conroy. Cross-court pass. It goes to Hudson, and Hudson drilled the two-pointer from the left wing. Hudson with her first two of the evening, and it's 7-3. to three. Lions on top of it. Up the floor is Vinoy. Vinoy with it on the right-hand side. Gets it off to Vinoy. Vinoy got the ball stripped away and taken away by Mount St. Joseph. Second turnover of the night by the Terriers. Top of the key is Studer. Studer with it to Fairfield. Fairfield right of the circle. Back out to Studer. Top of the key. Three. Off the back iron. No good. And the rebound taken down by Hiram Vinoy. Vinoy brings it up the right side. Kicks it off on the right baseline to Branch. Branch tried to drive the right baseline. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Fairfield. Fairfield for the Lions. Kicks it up to then Studer. And Studer goes in the lane and she'll be fouled trying to go to the bucket. Foul called on Branch. That is her first personal. And the first against either team, but going a line left, is going to be Laney Studer, the 5'7 junior. She'll be shooting two, puts it up, hangs on the rim, and drops in for her first point of the night. And we've got some substitutions coming in now for both ball clubs in for Mount St. Joseph. Is number four, and that is... 
Nave win. Nave win into the ball game. As Studer hits the second one, she's got two. And it makes it 9-3. to three. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. And into the ball game. Now Jasmine Scott. Scott, a senior, into the contest for Hiram. Scott's going to drive the right side, and there's going to be a foul called out of the body up. Push off on the way to the bucket. And the foul's called against Haley Hudson. That is her first. Now into the ball game is Courtney Merritt. Merritt, number 15, into the contest for Mount St. Joseph. Off on the right baseline. It goes to Conroy. Conroy, top of the key to Benoit. Benoit's going to shoot it from three. No good. And the rebound taken up off the floor by Haberty. Haberty tried to kick it off, threw it over the head of Studer, and it was taken away by Hiram. Up the right-hand side, Scott. Scott for the Terriers. Gets it back to Benoit. Right of the base, right of the lane. It goes underneath to Burgess. Burgess put it up no good and the rebound taken down by Fairfield. Fairfield gets it up the floor on the right-hand side to Studer. Studer right in front of us. Drives left side of the lane and there'll be a hand check foul called against Jasmine Scott. Scott with the foul. That is her first. And the second team foul against Hiram. Into the ball game now is Aaliyah Huff for Mount St. Joseph, so Huff into the ballgame, number 44, and she takes the place of Fairfield. Pass on the right-hand side. Vinoy tried to go on the right-hand side to Haberthy, threw it over her head and out of bounds. Turnovers, two for Mount St. Joseph, three for Hiram, and Vinoy is going to bring it up. The senior... She's the point guard for Hiram. Brings it up on the right side. She's going to drive right of the lane. Kicked a pass outside, and there was nobody there. Rolling to the bucket was Erica Johnson. Vinoy thought Johnson was going to be out at the three-point line and just threw it right by her and out of bounds. So Mount St. Joseph with the basketball. They'll bring it up, leading it 9-3 to with six minutes to go in this first quarter. Studer, crossover dribble, kicks it outside, ball knocked free, stolen away by Hiram. Hiram brings it up on the run, it's picked up by Vinoy. Vinoy with it into the lane, it goes off to Johnson. Johnson lost the handle, then re-picked it up, and shuffled the feet, and the turnover gives it back to Mount St. Joseph. Five turnovers in the ball game now for Hiram. Rushing to the scorer's table for Hiram is Deshauna Wright. Deshauna Wright, number 13, will check in at the next buzzer. With it on the left-hand side is Huff. Huff for Mount St. Joseph. Goes on top of the key to Studer. Studer back over on the left side to Haberthy. Haberthy got the ball knocked free, but it's picked up up near the timeline. By Wynn. Wynn with it on the baseline. Kicks it over on the left-hand side to Courtney Merritt. Merritt lost the handle. Picked up off the floor. By Vinoy. Up the floor to Scott. Scott drives into the lamp. Hung on the rim. No good. Scott got her own rebound. Right back up. Missed it again. And the rebound taken down by Merritt. So Merritt brings it up the floor and gets it off to Vinoy. Or Studer, excuse me. Studer brings it across the timeline. Around a pick by Huff. Studer drives left of the lane. Gets it back to Merritt. Merritt left baseline. Outside to Studer. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away on the play by Johnson. Johnson kicked it up the floor and taken right back. 
by the Lions. So the exchange of turnovers gives it back to Mount St. Joseph, and they've got a six-point lead with 4.45 left to go in the first quarter. Studer across the timeline. Gets it to Huff, left of the circle. Huff, outside to win. Win, top of the key, three, off the front iron. Nope, and the rebound will be taken down on the play by Scott. Gets it up the floor, on the run, driving it to the basket is Conroy, and she'll be knocked to the floor, and the foul will be called against the Lions. Foul is called against Mount St. Joseph, and that is going to be against Wynn. Wynn with her first foul of the ball game and the second team foul against the Mount St. Joseph Lions. We've got a timeout, 429 left to go in this first quarter of play from the Centaur Center in the Lauren Hill Classic. And your score, it's Mount St. Joseph 9 and the Hiram Terriers 3. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Are you a small business owner that wants more customers? Of course. What business wouldn't? I'm Dave Mitchell. What if I told you I could help you increase your customer base, possibly 2,000%? You'd wonder how, right? OneCom Media can give you all the details. We can show you how to increase your customer base and give you a great return on your investment for your website. This means more customers, more business, and more money in your pocket. Get more details by calling me at OneCom Media. The number is 513-268-2799. Increase your customers with OneCom Media, 513-268-2799. So as we return here to the Centos Center, heading line right is going to be Elena Conroy. Conroy's got a three-pointer here tonight, and she'll go to the line for the first time here this evening. Shooting two, and she puts that one up and in. So Conroy with four in the ballgame, and that makes it nine to four. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. Conroy, the second one from line right, put it up and in. Conroy with five in the ball game. And that makes it nine to five with 427 remaining to go in the first quarter. Bringing the ball up the floor now. Another substitution coming in. Taylor Hall, or excuse me, Aaliyah Tucker. Aaliyah Tucker taking over at the point position. Tucker gets it off to Merritt. Merritt back out to win, left of the circle for three, rimmed it in and out. And the rebound taken down by Scott. Scott for Hiram, kicks it up the floor, and gets it off top of the circle to to Shauna Wright. Wright gets it back over to Scott. She'll shoot the three left wing, no good. And the rebound taken off the floor by Wynn. Wynn brings it up, gets it off on the left baseline to Kerwin, or Markham, excuse me, and Markham put it up on the left side, no good, but a foul will be called, and the foul will be on Scott. That will be her second. And the third against Hiram. Going line left will be Markham. Mackenzie Markham, a 5-4 freshman, shooting two. This will be her first trip to the stripe. And she eyes it from line left and drills it right in for her first collegiate point. Vinoy is back into the ball game now. Along with Branch for Hiram. Hiram. 
Also into the ballgame, as we said, Deshauna Wright, number 13. Second one by Markham is up and good. She's got two. And Vinoy will bring it up the floor. She gets it off onto the right baseline. And it goes to Branch, and Branch drills it from the right corner. Couldn't see it as Alex Dellis was right in front of us, but that makes it 11-8 to on the three-pointer. On the right wing now, it goes to Markham. Markham shoots the three, and she drilled it from the right wing. Markham's got five, and the exchange of threes makes it 14-8, to the Lions. Top of the circle is right. Deshauna Wright with the basketball. Got it knocked free, but it goes off on the left baseline to Markham. Put it up, no good. And the rebound brought out of a crowd by Madison Branch. Branch, top of the key to Wright again for the three-pointer, no good. Rebound tapped around out front. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up on the play by Markham, and she'll be tied up by Wright. And the alternating jump ball will give it back to the mount. Merritt out of the ball game, along with Wynn. And checking back into the contest is Haley Hudson. And Studer, after getting a quick breather, is back in. Now check that. It is number five into the ball game. And that is Julia Fair-Harris. So Harris into the ballgame. She's going to shoot the three from the right corner. Missed it everything. Rebound. Loose on the floor. Huff had to go right between her legs. Kicked up the floor, and it'll be taken right back by Mount St. Joseph. Studer into the front court. Studer with the basketball on the right side, and she's going to be fouled. Throws it up and in, and it will count. Studer got fouled on the way to the bucket. Vinoy picked up the foul. That is her first, team's fourth. And for Studer, that's her fourth point of the ball game, and she'll go to the line shooting to try to complete the three-point play. And there's a timeout on the floor, and we'll take one also as we've got pay the rent here just a little bit. That allows us to tell you about the Wishbone Tavern. After years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're now just yards behind their old location into the Delhi Plaza, but only the location has changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best wings and burgers in town and offer a relaxed, family-style atmosphere. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth is going to water from the time you walk through the door. The Wishbone Tavern, open every day at 11, now in the Delhi Plaza. Studer with four. She's already got two free throws here tonight. Make the score 16-8, to and she gets that one. So Studer with five points in the ballgame, and it's 17-8. Mount St. Joseph with the lead. Up the floor is Wright. Wright with the basketball top of the circle. Gets over on the left-hand side. Wright with it. Dribbles around a pick. Gets it off to Vinoy. Vinoy top of the key. Drives right of the lane. Put up the shot on the run. No good. And the rebound taken down by Haley Hudson. Hudson kicks it off the floor to Studer. Studer left wing to Harris. Harris left of the lane. Got the ball knocked free. Harris got it back. Knocked to the floor. And taken away by Hiram. Right in front of our microphones. Branch with the basketball. Now she'll call out the play and bring it across the timeline from left to right with two minutes to go in this first quarter of play. On the left-hand side, right, got the ball picked her block away, trying to throw it to Van Oy. Gets it up the floor to Studer from Mount St. Joseph. Studer drives left of the lane, laid it up with the left hand, good. Studer's got seven, and it's 19 to eight. Lions lead it by 11 here with a minute 40 to go in the first quarter. Vanoy with the basketball, bounce pass, top of the circle to Burgess. Burgess double-teamed as Mount St. Joseph 
in a zone matchup now defensively. On the left-hand side, it goes to Benoit. Benoit got the ball picked away and taken away by Huff. That is the eight turnovers in this first quarter unofficially by Hiram. Bringing it across is Studer. Studer with it, kicks it over on the right-hand side to Markham. Markham dribbles up top of the key around a pick. Left wing to Studer. Studer to the free throw line. Hook pass left baseline. It goes to Harris. Now back to Studer. Studer holding it up top of the circle. Dribbles around a pick by Huff to the right of the lane. Studer drives in. Put it up off the glass. Rim no good. Rebound Harris in the lane. Up off the glass. No. Huff the rebound again. Put it up. Spun it in and out. Huff again up and in. And she's foul. Boy, what great work on the boards by the Lions with three offensive rebounds, and they finally got the ball to drop through the hole. For Huff, that is her first two of the evening, making it 21-8, to and Huff will go line left trying to complete the three-point play. In for Hiram Madison Branch back into the ballgame as Huff shoots it off the side iron, no good, and the rebound taken down off the glass by Amanda Holtzman, who's into the ball game, number 32. Both coaches are going deep on their bench here in this one. On the right-hand side is Wright. Wright tried to feed it over to Holtzman, but it was knocked away by Huff and out of bounds. Fairfield back into the ball game. Along with Jasmine Scott. For, or excuse me, Latea Wynn. Wynn into the ball game. Off on the right-hand side, right puts up a three-pointer from the right side, no good. And a foul is going to be called over the top. And the foul is called against Hiram's Madison Branch. That is her second. And the 15th foul against Hiram. So we'll come down to this end of the floor, and that will put Hiram over the limit. And Mount St. Joseph will go to the line shooting two. Julia Fair-Harris going to the line. Another freshman going line left. Harris scoreless tonight, but she's got an offensive rebound. And she'll shoot one and one from line left with a 21-8 lead. 28.6 seconds to go in this first quarter. Harris put it up. No good. Let's check that. It's a two-shot foul. Into the ballgame, Erica Johnson, the 5'8 junior, comes in scoreless. Also back into the ballgame is Elena Conroy, and she's got five, two for two for the Harris, now we'll try to split the pair from line left. Puts it up, and that one rims in and out, no good. Rebound chased down on the baseline, though, by Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy now gets it back outside to Harris. Harris tried to pick, get the pass, knocked away by Hiram. Ball loose on the floor, picked up by Haberthy and Johnson and it'll be a jump ball and the alternating arrow goes to Hiram. So there's 18 and a half seconds left to go in this first quarter. 21 to 8. Wright brings it across for Hiram on the left hand side to Johnson. Johnson looking on the left hand side. Finally gets a bounce pass to Conroy. Conroy top of the key onto the right baseline. It goes to Conroy for the three. No good. Conroy got her own rebound. Put it up. No. Conroy again. No. And that'll do it for the end of the first quarter of play here in this Lauren Hill Classic from Centos Center on the campus of Xavier University. And as we head into the second quarter of play, your score it is Mount St. Joseph 21 and the Hiram Terriers 8. And the shot drops! Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. 
all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. Well, last year in this ballgame, Hiram jumped out to a big lead at the end of the first quarter of play on their way to an overtime one-point victory. They were up 17-6 to at the end of the first quarter. Right now, Mount St. Joseph leads it 21-8 to as we head into the second quarter of play. All you got to do is look at the shooting percentages to see why this is. Mount St. Joseph shooting 46.7% from the field, while Hiram is shooting only 14%. 33% from three-point range, while the Lions are shooting 40% from the three-point arc. 21-8 to your score. Studer leading the way with seven for the Lions. Elena Conroy has got five for the Hiram Terriers. Out on the floor for the Lions, it'll be Haley Hudson, Fairfield, Studer, along with Haberthy and Tucker. So the original starting five, and the Lions get the basketball to start the second quarter of play. Going from right to left, Fairfield left of the circle. Tried to get it off on the right-hand side, but gets it off to Studer. Studer drills it from the right wing for three. Studer has got ten. That's her first three of the night and the year, and it's 24-8. to Wright brings the ball up the floor, drives right of the lane. Offensive foul is Wright. Drove right over the top of Maddie Haberthy. So right with her first personal foul. 24 to 8, and we played just 23 seconds here in the second quarter of play. Into the front court comes Studer. Studer on the right-hand side to Tucker. Tucker back to Studer, now back over to Tucker. Tucker drives right side, kicks the top of the key to Hudson, now back over to Studer. Studer drives left of the lane, gets it back outside to Tucker. Tucker got the ball kicked away, but over in the right-hand side, it goes to Hudson, and Hudson drills it for three. Hudson with five in the ballgame, 27 to eight, and now full-court pressure put on by the Lions is checking into the ball game. For Hiram is Brianna Kirk. Kirk checks in with the basketball. The Lions, they go off on the left-hand side to Hudson, put it up, and no good, and Wright chases down the rebound. Wright gets it off on the left-hand side. Double team. Half-court trap put on now by Mount St. Joseph. With the ball is Kurt. Kicks it back out front to Wright. Wright for the Terriers. Has it near the center circle. Now dribbles between the circles. She is guarded by Tucker. She'll drive left of the lane. No good. Rebound taken down on the play by Burgess. And she'll put it back up. And she's hammered on the way to the bucket. And that foul is going to be called against Haberthy. Aberthy with her first and the third against the team. Burgess will go line right shooting two. And she puts that one up and it is no good. So the first shot by Burgess is no good. Vinoy back into the ball game now taking the place of Wright. She leaves scoreless. Vinoy checks in. She's scoreless also, and that's the main reason why 
the Lions have the lead. Second one by Burgess is no good. Burgess got the rebound, and then she's fouled on the floor. And then another foul. Well, check that. Ball was taken away from her, and the foul is going to be called on Burgess. So Burgess with the foul. That is her first. After getting the offensive rebound and then losing it, and she'll have to leave the ballgame. Coming into the contest now is Sarah Spen. Spen, number 34, into the ballgame, so it is official. Alex Dellis has played everybody on her bench. Spen is a sophomore, 5'8". And now the officials. Lori Francession is checking with the official score to make sure we've got things situated. Mount St. Joseph's bench is the home bench located down the scorer's table to the right of us. Studer's going to bring it across. Crossover dribble up the left-hand side in front of the Hiram bench. Kicks it off to Fairfield, left of the lane. Fairfield left of the circle now. Hands it off to Tucker. She'll drive the lane, lay it up, and she's hammered on the way to the basket by Erica Johnson. Boy, nice drive, nice play run by the Lions. And it left Tucker wide open to drive down the lane, and then Johnson slid over and hammered her on the way to the bucket. So Tucker, scoreless tonight, goes to the line shooting two, put it up and in. So Tucker with her first point of the ballgame. All five of the starting lineup for Mount St. Joseph has scored here tonight. Second one by Tucker, that one rattles home. She's got two, and it's 29-8. to eight. That's a 21-point Lions lead with 8.13 to go in this first half. On the right-hand side is Kirk. Kirk with it. Kicks it back out to Vinoy. Top of the key to Conroy for three. Short, and the rebound chased down by Tucker. Tucker will bring it up on the run for the Lions. Gets it off to Studer, right wing. Studer in the front court. Dribbles to the left hand of the free throw line. Off on the left baseline to Hudson. Hudson now dribbles out between the circles with the right-hand dribble. Hudson crossover. Guarded on the play by Conroy. Hudson still with the yo-yo. Dribbles it down the right side. Kicks it off from the left baseline to Studer. For the three. No good. Rebound knocked away by Fairfield. But into the hands of Vinoy. Vinoy will bring it up for Hiram. On the left baseline. Vinoy gets it back to Conroy. Left of the lane to Johnson. Johnson against Fairfield. Ball knocked free and stolen away by Mount St. Joseph. Up the floor on the right-hand side to Markham. Markham kicks it back off to Vinoy. Or to Studer. Put it up no good. And Vinoy got the rebound. Boy, a nice play by the Lions. They just could not convert. Out. Conroy. Conroy saves it from going over and back. And now gets it off on the right-hand side. Conroy with it right of the front court. Over to Kirk. Kirk drives right baseline. Dribbles right into a double team. Put up the 15-footer right baseline. No good. And the rebound chased down on the baseline by Mount St. Joseph. And it's taken away by Tucker. Tucker will bring it up the right-hand side. 6.45 left to go in this first half of play. It's a 29-8 Mount St. Joseph lead. Fairfield. Top of the circle. It goes to Hudson. Hudson dribbles down to the left wing outside the arc. Hudson with the right hand, kicks it back out front to Markham. Markham with it on the right baseline to Hudson. Knocked free and out of bounds by Johnson. And it will stay with the Lions. Huff into the ball game. Win. And Merritt checking in. Hudson, Fairfield, and Tucker will leave for Dan Benjamin's Lions. Inbounds pass kicked away by Wright of Hiram. So... Mount St. Joseph will have the basketball back on the far side in the front court. 
good crowd here this evening. Some left after that Xavier overtime win. Top of the key, Studer for three. Got it. Studer has got 13 two threes on the night. Inbounds pass stolen away by Mary. Merritt with the basketball. 32 to 8. Lions lead it. And they are dominating. On the left hand side, Studer. Studer kicks it off to Huff, right of the lane. Top of the key. Now it goes to Merritt. Merritt with a left hand dribble. Off to Studer, left wing. Studer with it, left wing. 17 footer. Missed everything. And the rebound pulled out of the air by Vinoy. Vinoy will bring it up on the left to right. Goes off to Kurt. Kurt. On the left-hand side, left of the lane to Spen. Spen got it all knocked away, but it goes right into the hands of Conroy. Conroy back into the corner to Vinoy. Vinoy right corner. Ball knocked free and out of bounds by Wynn. And it will stay with Hiram. Into the ball game. Madison Branch with the three-pointer. And checking out is Conroy with her five points. Vinoy will put the ball in play for Hiram down on the right baseline. And she does. Top of the circle. And it goes to Branch. Branch drives right of the lane. She's going to put up a shot. No, but she's knocked to the floor. And the foul will be called on Harris. Harris is going to be called for the foul, but in all honesty, it probably should have been called against Huff. Huff is the one that got her more with the body than Harris did, but the foul was committed nonetheless in the Shot from the right-hand side. Right free throw line by Branch is no good. Hiram shooting under 12% from the field and just 40% from the line and make it even less than that as they miss the second one. But it's taken down by Johnson on the rebound. Johnson clears it off to Vinoy. Top of the key around a pick. Gets it back to Johnson. Left of the circle. Put it up from 18. Good. Just inside the three-point arc. Johnson with her first two. 5.25 to go in the first half. It's 32-10, to 10, Lions. Harris dribbling with the basketball. Out on the right-hand side to Merritt. Merritt, top of the circle, Huff. Hands it back off to Merritt. Merritt drives left of the lane with the left hand. Gets it off to Harris. Harris drives inside the lane. Put off to the runner with the right hand. No good. And the rebound taken down by Branch. Branch will bring it up from left to right up the left sideline. Between the legs dribble. Double teamed on the sideline. Now gets a bounce pass to Vinoy in the left corner. Cross court pass to right. Put it up from the right side. No good. Rebound knocked around. Gets it into the hand of Holtzman. Holtzman then tried to shoot a shot. It was ill-advised. No good. And the rebound taken down by Mount St. Joseph. Markham gets it off to win. Win. Crossover dribble. Knock free. Went to her knee. And then a 10-second violation is called against Mount St. Joseph. And that'll take us to the media timeout here in the second quarter of play. 4.37 left to go in the first half. It's now Mount St. Joseph 32 Hiram 10, you're listening to the Lauren Hill Classic from Cintas Center on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. 
built upon 90 plus years of experience in nursing. The Mounts Nursing Programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mounts Nursing Programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Well, in case you missed it this afternoon, number one ranked Georgia went down to defeat to Auburn 40-17 to in college football. And Ohio State won easily over Michigan State. Here, the Lions lead it by 22, 32-10 with four and a half minutes left to go in the first half of play. On the left-hand side is Kirk for Hiram as they have the basketball after that timeout. Benoit right of the circle. Between the circles now, Benoit kicks it off underneath the spin. Ball loose, spin got it back and threw the ball up the court and it'll go down near the timeline. It's picked up by Benoit and the over and back violation will give it back to the Lions. Boy, the defensive end of the floor tonight for Mount St. Joseph has been outstanding. They have held Vinoy to no points here tonight, and she came in averaging 13 a year ago. Putting the ball in play will be Markham. Markham inbounds it into the backcourt. To Harris with the basketball. Scott. Scott with it on the right-hand side. Gets it off to Merritt. Merritt's going to drive the lane, put it up, no good. Ball knocked free, pulled out of the air by Kirk. Kirk now clears it off on the right-hand side to Holtzman. And then to Spen, and it went out of bounds, trying to get the ball underneath the Spen. That is 12 turnovers in the ball game for Hiram. We've almost got to check that on the, the stats here this evening as we take a look at the team stats in this ball game. It has been one of those games where I think you'd just like to start this thing over with if you get an opportunity. So the Lions will put the ball in play near midcourt. And putting it in is Tucker, who's back into the ball game. Full court pressure put on by Hiram. But Tucker gets the ball into Huff, and then Huff reached in from behind Burgess, and Burgos took the ball away from Huff, and the alternating jump ball will give it right back to Hiram. Hiram is still playing hard out there, even though they're down on the scoreboard by 22. Scott into the ball game. Jasmine Scott back in for Hiram. And sitting down is Branch. Vinoy will bring it across the timeline. Dribbles off, gets it off to Scott right wing. Scott looking underneath. Scott crossover dribble to the right wing. Spins down to the baseline. Gets it back out front to Burgos. Burgos with it. Inside the circle to Edwards. Back underneath the Burgos. Kicked it off on the left-hand side to Scott. Scott hooked past top of the key to Vinoy. Vinoy with seven on the shot clock. Drills the three top side. Vinoy with her first three points of the night. And it's 32-13. Hiram showed some good offensive movement with the basketball is Wynn. And Wynn got the ball taken away and up the floor. And an offensive foul called on Vinoy as she ran right over the top of Tucker on the offensive foul. For Vinoy, that is her second personal. 3.07 left to go in the quarter. 32-13. The Lions with the 19-point lead. 
Tucker will put the ball in play just to the right of us and inbounds the ball to Studer. Studer has got 13 points. She leads all scores tonight. Studer drives right of the lane. She's going to take it all the way to the bucket, put it up off the glass. No good. And the rebound taken down by Johnson. Johnson gets it up the floor to win. And now back out front to Scott. Scott with the basketball. Scott dribbles around a pick. She's going to drive all the way, lay it up with the right hand. Good. Scott with her first two of the ball game. 32-15. Hiram trying to stage a mini comeback before we hit the halftime mark, which is two and a half minutes away. Studer with it off to Huff. Huff drives right of the lane. She's got it at the lane, lays it up. No, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. And Huff will go line left, shooting two shots. Going to the line will be Huff, Vinoy. With her third personal foul. And Huff, who has already got two points tonight, goes to the line shooting two, puts that one up, and it's no good. And let's check that and make sure that we are correct here on Huff puts that one up, and it is no good. Vinoy checks out of the ball game, and she has got three points. And she leaves with those two per three personal fouls. Yes. By branches, no, or by Huff is no good. And the rebound taken down, stolen away by the Lions. Up the floor, it goes to Tucker, drives the lane, laid it up and in, and she's fouled. Boy, the speed that Tucker has got on the floor. She just dribbled right around the defender, Edwards, and laid it in for the bucket. She's got four, and she'll go to the line looking for five as Fairfield comes in, and Huff will leave. 2.16 to go before halftime. It's 34-15, and Tucker, line left, shoots it off the back iron. No good. Rebound taken down by Hiram, and that's taken down by Conroy, and she'll be tied up on the play by Hudson. And the alternating jump ball will give it back to the mount. End of the ball game now for Hiram. Again is Michaela Baldwin. Baldwin into the ball game. Inbounds pass on the left-hand side. It goes to Harris. Harris drives inside the lane, put it up. No, but a foul is going to be called on Hiram. And... That is going to be called. Harris is going to go to the line. Shooting two. And it puts it up and it is no good. Foul was... I'm not sure who the foul was called on. They signaled 21. That would be Taylor Hall. So Hall picks up the foul. First one by Harris, no good. Second one by Harris, no good again. And the rebound taken down by Hiram and they bring the ball up the floor and it's kicked away and out of bounds by Burgos. So another turnover on Hiram. Gives it back with 2.03 remaining to go in this first half. 34 to 15. 19 point Lions lead. Stop and go dribble. Studer across the timeline into the front court. 
Studer with it. Around a pick by Fairfield. Hook pass over to Harris. Underneath the Fairfield. Lost the handle. Pulled out of the air by Wright. And it's stolen right back by the Lions. Studer. Left side. She's going to pop the long three. No good. Taken down by Fairfield on the offensive rebound. Knocked free from behind. Taken away by Conroy. Up the floor to Kirk. Kirk got the ball knocked free by Studer. Up the floor to Tucker. Tucker drives the lane. Laid it up. It'll go. And she's fouled. Again, Tucker showing outstanding speed, taking the ball to the hole. And she's fouled on the play by Hall. So the foul on the play on Michaela Baldwin, excuse me, Baldwin with the foul call. So Baldwin with the foul and Tucker who has got six points here this evening, goes to the line looking for seven, put it up and around the rim and in. Tucker's got seven, Studer with 13, Markham with five, Hudson with five. It's been balanced scoring for the Lions here tonight, and they lead it by 22 again, 37 to 15. Kirk on the left-hand side, drives to the left side of the lane, lost the handle, picked it back up, the left side of the lane, ball knocked free, stolen away by Mount St. Joseph, ball knocked free again, ball loose on the floor, picked up by Harris, and it'll be a jump ball as she's tied up by Edwards. And the jump ball will give it back to Hiram. With a minute 11 left to go in this first half. Conroy's going to put it in play for the Terriers. Inbounds it to Edwards. Right wing, right in front of the Mount St. Joseph bench. Bounce pass. Goes to Conroy. Conroy outside the circle. Down to the right baseline. Puts it up from the right side. Hung on the iron. No. Conroy got the rebound. Knocked free. It goes out of bounds, and it will go back to Mount St. Joseph. Now Benoit is going to check back in, and leaving the ball game will be Baldwin. Full court pressure put on by the Terriers. 2-2-1. Zone press. Studer inbounds the basketball to Tucker. Tucker has been explosive these last three minutes. Off to Studer. Studer with it. Back to Tucker. Right in front of us on the left-hand side. Top of the circle. Tucker backs in and a foul is going to be called. As it was a hand check on Kirk. You can put one hand on them, but not two. And that's what Kirk did. And going line left will be Tucker. Tucker, three for four from the line tonight. She's got seven points. And she'll shoot two. Rim that one in and out. No good. 37-15. Lions still with the lead. Into the ballgame, Samantha Van Scoy, 5'8 freshman. And leaving is Kirk for Hiram. Second one by Tucker. That one's good. Tucker with eight in the ballgame. Splits the pair. Wynn is back into the contest scoreless. Tucker leaves with eight points in the ball game. All in the second quarter. Inbound to Edwards. Man to man, full court pressure. Put on by the Lions. Up the floor to Van Scoy. On the right side, Conroy. She'll shoot the long three. No good. Rebound loose on the baseline. Picked up by the Terriers. And then thrown off of the knee of Mount St. Joseph's Renee Sanders. Check out Olivia Keene. Olivia Keene. They had number changes before the ball game, and Keene is wearing number 25. Conroy down to Edwards, right corner, inside the lane. It goes to Burgos, and Burgos turned into the lane and was fouled on the play by the Lions. And that will be... Anna. 
Olivia Keene with the foul. That is number 25, as we just said. Keene with the foul. That is her first. And it is only the second team foul here in this second quarter of play. 27.3 seconds to go before halftime. Conroy will plug it in for the Terriers. Gets it off to Vinoy, right of the circle outside the arc. Vinoy, crossover dribble. Tried to get the ball knocked free. Vinoy picks it back up. Can't find anyone. Ball taken away by the Lions. Up the floor. On the right-hand side is Keene. Keene's going to drive the lane. Put it up. No, and Keene's going to go to the line as she's fouled on the way to the bucket by Van Scoy. Well, I'll tell you, the defense tonight for the Lions has been outstanding. They have held Hiram to 21% from the field, 30% from three-point range. And Keene goes line left, shooting two shots and missed the first one. Now coming into the ball game for Mount St. Joseph is Sydney Skinner. Skinner checks into the ball game. Second one by Keene is no good. And the rebound taken down by Hiram. Edwards off to Van Benoy. Benoy with six seconds to go behind the back dribble near the timeline. Benoy guarded by Harris. Benoy is going to throw up a three-pointer off the back iron. No good. And she goes immediately to the official and wants a foul, but she will not get one. Great defense tonight in this first half by the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Dan Benjamin didn't know what he was going to have coming into this one. But now he knows he can hang his hat on the defense. Your score here at halftime. It is Mount St. Joseph 38, Hiram 15. You're listening to the Lauren Hill Classic from Sintas Center on the campus of Xavier University on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Boy, the word for the night right now for the Lions has been defense. And they have really played some great defense. We'll go over the stats here in just a few. But right now, your score here at halftime, 38-15. to 38-15, to 15, the Lions lead it over the Terriers by 23 points here at halftime. And all you've got to do is look at the field goal percentages. 21%, Hiram shooting 21% from the field here at halftime. And that's the reason that they are down on the scoreboard by 23. But the freshmen have ignited this Lions team, and they have ignited the defense here at the Centa Center. Your score at the half, 38-15, Mount St. Joseph on top of it. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more after this. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, 
I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Sport is the common denominator in the world. And if there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. We want people to speak up, take the pledge, and rise up against racism. And we'll rise up. I pledge to treat everyone with respect, respect, and dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up. Whenever I know discrimination is happening, and I will stand up. Get up. Rise up. For victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. Well, right now the score here at halftime is 38 to 15. Mount St. Joseph on top of it, and of course, this get-together here tonight at the Cintas Center is all because of the Lauren Hill Classic that is held every year here at the Cintas Center on the campus of Xavier University. Xavier won the first game in overtime by 5, 71 to 66, and now this one going underway, and Lauren Hill's parents came out and had something to say here at halftime, and now they are playing a video up top on the scoreboard in honor of Lauren Hill because that's who this is named after, obviously. Her courageous fight against the cancer DIPG. She was an inspiration to everybody she came into contact with and a beacon of hope in the fight against DIPG. And she passed away on April 10th of 2015. Her efforts and courage helped raise millions and millions of dollars to help fund further research on this horrible disease. And that is why we are playing these games here this evening. And let's see if we can pick up just a little bit of what her mother is saying. the score here at halftime, and that is Lauren Hill's mother. Let's take a look at some of the stats here at half. We'll take a look at the team stats right now, and when we come back, we'll look at the individual stats. First of all, it is 38-15, the Lions with the 23-point lead. Mount St. Joseph shot 12 of 28 from the field for 43%. 
Meanwhile, Hiram was only 5 of 24 for 21%. From three-point range, Mount St. Joseph was 5 of 11 for 46%. Hiram, 3 of 10 for 30%. The Lions went 9 of 21 from the line for 43%. If you want to look at something that they didn't do very well in the first half, that was it. They shot only 43% from the line. But Hiram only went to the line six times, converted two for 33%. Hiram out-rebounded Mount St. Joseph, though, 25-18. to They also had eight offensive rebounds compared to just five for Mount St. Joseph. Defensive rebounds, 17-13 in favor of Hiram. The lead has not changed hands. Mount St. Joseph took the lead. Two to nothing, and that was where it has been in this one so far here tonight. We'll be back to take a look at the individual stats. 38-15, your score here at halftime. The Lions on top of it, and we'll be back with more after this. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose. Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. Well, individually in this game, 38-15, your score here at the half. Laney Studer is leading the way for the Lions. She's got 13 points here tonight. Alana Tucker has got eight points tonight, and boy, she put on a show in that second quarter of play. Five points going to Haley Hudson, three points to Haberthy, two points to Fairfield, five points also to Markham off the bench, and Huff has got two points here this evening. As far as rebounds are concerned, total rebounds in the ball game. Hudson has got three, Tucker, Haberthy, Fairfield, Harris and Markham, along with Huff, each have two in the ball game. Three-point shots here tonight. Studer is two for five from three-point range. One for one for Haberthy, along with Markham, also one for one, and Hudson, one for two in the ball game. So Studer is leading the way for the Lions. For Hiram, well, you got to wonder what Alex Dellis is telling her team in the locker room here at halftime because this defense for the Lions have just been outstanding and they have just smothered everyone defensively for Hiram here tonight. Hiram has not been able to get anybody open and every time they've got somebody open, the Lions have done a great job of closing out. So you've got to look at that and Dan Benjamin has got to really be thrilled with the way his team is playing defense here tonight. Now they've got to keep it up for the next 20 minutes of this ball game, the next two quarters. They've got that 23-point lead, but they've got to be able to keep it out. And Hiram is the first team out of the locker room here at halftime. So you can just about imagine in her first 
halftime of being a head basketball coach of a university. Alex Dellis probably gave her team the Dickens coming out of the locker room in this one because they have not been able to do anything offensively whatsoever. Hiram is being led tonight in the ball game by Conroy. She has got five points, three points each to Branch and Vinoy. Two points going to Johnson and Scott, and that is it for Hiram here tonight. And when you look at the rebounds that they've got tonight, Johnson and Vinoy each have five. Burgos with three in the ball game, and then two each going to Conroy, Branch, Scott, and Wright, along with Spen, has got two rebounds here tonight for the Hiram Terriers. But it's that field goal percentage when you look up there and you see what's going on field goal percentage wise for Hiram that's the reason they're down in this basketball game they've shot only 21% from the field and that is two and three points combined and from the free throw line they're shooting only 33% it's not that Mount St. Joseph is scorching the basket as far as shooting well They're only shooting 43% from the field and 45% from three-point range and only 43% from the line. But their defense has been so smothering in the first half, that's the reason that they've got the lead here at half, that they do, 38-15. to What are they going to do in the second half? Well, Dan Benjamin, we'll find out what he's got drawn up, but the Lions have got to come back out here and play the same kind of defense that they played in the first half and play it here in the second half. 38-15, the Lions on top of it. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along here tonight on this Saturday evening on UltimateSportsTalk.com as we kick off the college basketball season. And we'll be back with second half play from the Cintas Center on the campus of Xavier University. We'll do all that when we return after this final halftime timeout. Everybody knows that high school sports generate suspense, excitement, and drama. They also generate higher grade point averages, stronger work habits, and greater self-esteem. Everybody knows that high school sports give us more value for our entertainment dollar. They also give us leaders committed to strengthening communities right here in Ohio. The true value of playing sports in school can't be measured in wins and losses or dollars and cents. Studies show that participation in sports, along with other extracurricular activities, is one of the best ways to teach leadership, cooperation, accountability, and other invaluable life skills. Don't just stand on the sidelines. Encourage the young people you know to get in the game. When you do, you'll be helping them get ahead in life. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Expectations are high as the men's college basketball season begins this week. The Mount St. Joseph Lions travel east to Marietta for their first game Friday afternoon in the Great Lakes Invitational to play perennial NCAC contender Wittenberg. The Tigers were 19-8 one year ago as the Lions narrowly missed an NCAA tourney berth. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday afternoon for the tip-off of the opening game of two with the pregame show starting at 1.30. It's the Lions and the Tigers in the Great Lakes Invitational Friday afternoon at 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now back here at the Cintas Center. Well, we've got an opportunity. We told you that Georgia got beat today. Well, at halftime, the team that you would presume would overtake Georgia for the number one spot in college football, well, they're tied up with Mississippi State. Alabama and Mississippi State at halftime tied up at 14 
14. And, of course, the Buckeyes won this afternoon 48-3 over Michigan State. So their trek towards the Big Ten title continues along, even though more than likely their national championship aspirations have ended. Northwestern is leading Purdue elsewhere in the Big Ten 14 to nothing. You've got Washington State beating Utah 26-18. Marshall over Western Kentucky 20-10. Texas beating up on Kansas. That's 35-20. And that's a look at the scoreboard here this evening in tonight's action. 38-15. Mount St. Joseph on top of Hiram. While we've got an opportunity, want to wish good thoughts to Lions Sports Information Director Blake Watson, who's home battling food poisoning. As he told me, he's hugging the white porcelain Honda. So hopefully he gets back healthy and we can see him again. I know he would love to be here tonight for this one, and this one has been a good one to watch if you're a Lions fan. 38-15, the Lions with a 23-point halftime lead and the Lions huddled around their head coach Dan Benjamin as the clock ticks down and we are getting ready for second half action here at Xavier University had a thriller in the first game Xavier winning it 71-66 over New Hampshire in overtime but this one has been all Lions since we began about an hour ago 38-15 Conroy, Branch, Burgos, Vinoy, and Edwards out on the floor for Hiram. For the Lions, they have got Tucker, Haberthy, Fairfield, Hudson, and Studer. So the original starting fives, Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen. And to start the second half, the Lions get the basketball, and they get the ball off to Studer. Left baseline, it goes to Haberthy and Haberthy. Puts it up and in. Aberthy with her second three-pointer of the night. And the first points of the second half. Up the floor, stolen away by Harris. Harris all alone to the bucket, lays it up and in. Tucker with ten. So five quick points for the Lions here in the second half. And Vinoy with the basketball in the backcourt. She got double teamed, and you could hear Alex Dellis to the left of us calling for the timeout, and she'll get it. 9.31 left to go. In this third quarter of play, and it'll be a 30-second timeout, 43-15, the Lions on top of it. We'll be right back. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. 9.31 left to go in this third quarter of play, and the Lions have come out and banged off a three-pointer and then stole a pass, drove in for a layup by Tucker, and that has made it 43-15. to The Lions were 2-23 and a year ago, and Dan Benjamin went to the high schools in the area and brought in 11 freshmen. And boy, have they infused this team with some excitement, some legs, and some talent. 
So Hiram, after the timeout, will have the basketball out of bounds on the back baseline. Full court pressure put on by the Lions. With this 28-point lead. Inbounds, it goes to Vinoy. Vinoy up the right side. Ball stolen away by Tucker. Tucker brings it up the right side. Hook pass. Goes, tried to go to Fairfield. Taken right back away by Edwards. Up the floor, it goes to Burgos. Burgos, right baseline. Drives inside. Got the ball knocked free. But it goes right into the hands of Branch, who laid it up and in. And she's fouled. So Branch gets the bucket. And the foul is called on Tucker. That's her first. And the first against the Lions as a team. So Branch with five puts up the free throw and got it. So Branch with six and it's 43-18. Lions on top of it. Into the front court comes Studer. Crossover dribble in front of Edwards. Dribbles down to the left-hand side. Now gets it on the left baseline. Tried to put up a shot. Partially blocked by Vinoy. Pulled out of the air by Branch. Branch for Hiram. Stop and go dribble. Gets a pass up the floor into the front court to Edwards. Cross court down on the left sideline to Vinoy for three. Put up an air ball. Pulled out of the air by Edwards. Put it up. Hits the bottom of the rim. No good. Rebound taken down by Branch out front to Vinoy. Benoit with it on the left side of the front court. Benoit got the ball knocked away, but she got it right back on the left wing. Bounce pass underneath to Burgos. Burgos double team, got the ball stripped away. Ball loose on the baseline, out of bounds. And it's last touched by the Lions. Looked like it was Hudson that got her mitts on the basketball last. So Hiram has it left in their own bucket. And they inbound the ball to Burgos. Burgos off to Edwards, left of the circle, back into the left corner. It goes to Branch for the three-pointer. Put it up off the side iron, no good. And the ball taken down off the floor by Tucker. Tucker brings it into the front court. Hook pass. It goes to Haberty. Haberty is going to drive inside, lay it up, no good. And an offensive foul called on Haberty as she dribbled right into Vinoy and knocked her to the floor. So Haberty with her second. Team second. Inbounds pass to Branch. Dribbled right into a double team on the right side. Got it off to Vinoy. Vinoy hook pass up the floor to Branch into the front court. Branch drives down on the right baseline to Burgos for three, for two, excuse me, for 15. And Burgos got it. Burgos with her first two. And it's 43-20. Last thing you want if you're Dan Benjamin is for Hiram to get any thoughts that they can come back in this ballgame. With it on the right-hand side is Fairfield. Fairfield standing outside the arc, top of the key. Gets it back off on the left-hand side. To Hudson. Hudson, right side, it goes to Studer. Down on the right baseline to Haberthy. Haberthy drives the right baseline, laid it up and in. Haberthy has got eight. Looks like she got hammered on the arm going up for that one, but no call. 45-20 Lions. Seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Edwards into the front court. It goes to Branch. Off on the right baseline. Conroy. Pump fake. Drives right baseline. Gets it off to Burgos. One dribble in the lane. Put it up off the glass and iron. No good. Rebound. Burgos got it back. Hit the bottom of the iron. And it's pulled down out of the air by Scooter. Scooter gets the ball up the floor. And a nice feed. It goes to Haberthy. Haberthy lays it up right side. No good. And the rebound taken down by Branch. Branch will bring it up the right-hand side. Top of the circle. Hook pass to Edwards. Edwards to the free throw line to Burgos from 15 short, and the rebound taken down by Studer again. Studer double team. She'll dribble out of the double team. Into the front court on the right side, Haberthy. Haberthy for the three-pointer, right wing, no good, spun it in and out, and the rebound taken down by Van Oy of Hiram. 6.45 left to go in this third quarter, and the Lions with a 25-point lead. Into the front court, Edwards. Off to Conroy. Conroy now back outside to Vinoy, and Vinoy's going to set up the offense. 
Boy, it's been hustle-bustle for the last two minutes. On the left wing is Edwards for three. Hit the side iron, no good. Ball loose on the floor, and it's picked up by Studer. Studer with 13 points. She brings it up the right side with a right-hand dribble. Studer with it on the right side. Crossover dribble in front of Edwards. Takes it down to the right side. She'll throw up the shot. Spun it in and out off the rim. No good. And the rebound, Vinoy. Vinoy feeds a pass up the floor to Burgos. Put it up too hard off the rim. Taken down by Fairfield. Fairfield gets it up the floor now on the left-hand side to Haberthy. And Haberthy's going to run the point on this trip up the floor for the Lions. Haberthy inside the center circle. Crossover dribble to the top of the key. Bounce pass to Hudson in the left corner. Around a pick by Haberthy. Feeds it to Studer. Right wing. Back off to Hudson. Hudson dribbles up to the right wing. She'll shoot the three short. And the rebound taken down by Edwards of Hiram. Feeds it off to Vinoy. Baseball pass up the floor to Hudson. Now to Conroy. Conroy crossover dribble. Hook pass out front. Knocked away and stolen away by Studer. Gets it off to Tucker. Tucker back up the floor to Haberthy. Drives inside. Laid it up. And an offensive foul called on Haberthy. So Haberthy, the freshman with eight, gets called for the offensive foul. That's her third. And the third against the Lions as a team. Back into the ballgame. Kirk for Hiram. And leaving is Conroy. And also into the ball game is Markham with five for the Lions, along with Huff. Bringing it up the floor on the right side is Branch. Branch put it up no good, and the rebound taken down by Studer. Up the floor, Tucker. Tucker splits the defense. The double team with a crossover dribble, now top of the key. Gets it off on the right-hand side to Hudson. Back outside, Tucker. Tucker was explosive in that second quarter, and she drives the left side of the lane. Put it up, and she's going to be hammered to the floor. Trying to slide over for the Lions was Vinoy. And Vinoy couldn't get there in time. And Tucker will go to the line. And now we've got the media timeout here with 4.59 left to go in this third quarter of play. Your score. It's Mount St. Joseph 45, Hiram 20. You're listening to the Lauren Hill Classic on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Family-owned and operated, Casa de Sassi is built on timeless principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Your trust is vitally important, which is why Casa de Sassi takes care of you like part of their family. With timeless values, their products are made to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. They offer granite, ledgestone, limestone, and more. Providing a quality product is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call now, 330-830-9760. Well, after years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. They are now just yards behind their old location into the Delhi Plaza. But only the location has changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best wings and burgers in town and offer a relaxed, family-style atmosphere with a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings. Your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11, now in the Delhi Plaza. 4.59 left to go in this third quarter of play. It's a 25-point Lions lead, 45-20. to 20. And after that media timeout, going to the line will be Aaliyah Tucker. Tucker's got 10 points, and she is 4 of 6 from the line heading to the 
strike this trip. Studer leads the way for the Lions. She's got 13, but she's been held scoreless here in this third quarter of play. And Tucker puts up that first one, and it's no good. Into the ballgame now is Jasmine Scott. She comes in with two points in the ballgame. Second one by Tucker is up and in. So Tucker's got 11. And it's 46-20, Lions on top of it. Scott will bring it across from right to left. Scott, around a pick by Spen, goes down on the right-hand side. Triple team, kicks it back outside to Kirk, put up the three. No good, ball loose on the baseline and out of bounds. Last touch by Edwards, and it will go back to the Lions. Merrick and Wynn will check in for the Lions and Dan Benjamin. Hudson will leave, and so will Studer. Oh, and you got a 25-point lead. You can take your leading scorer and point guard off the floor for the time being. And bringing it up the floor with the crossover dribble is Win. Win between the circles on the right-hand side. Now between the circles. Win drives right at the lane, put it up from 15, a fallaway shot, no good. Maybe an ill-advised shot. And the ball taken down by Vinoy. Vinoy gets it up the floor on the right-hand side to Scott. Scott with it on the right sideline, taken away by Merritt. Merritt with it up the floor to Tucker. Tucker up the left side into the front court, guarded by Scott. Tucker spins to the sideline and now brings it back out between the circles. Tucker equally comfortable running the point guard or the shooting guard position, it seems to be. Top of the circle goes to win. She's going to shoot the three-pointer. Missed it badly off the side iron. And the rebound pulled down. Vinoy will bring it up into the front court for Hiram. We're under four minutes to go in this third quarter. Left baseline, Scott. She's going to shoot the two-pointer from 18. Hit the side of the backboard. And it's pulled down on the floor by Markham. Markham gets it off to win, and she'll bring it across the timeline to Huff, top of the circle for the Lions. Huff dribbles right of the lane now. She's going to stop. Pop the 15-footer. Got it! Huff said her troubles at the free throw line, but she said, what the heck, I'm going to shoot this one, and she's got four, and it's 48-20. to 20. With it on the right side, Vinoy, right baseline, it goes to Kirk, and Kirk put it up from 17 and got it. Kirk with her first two, and now the delay of game warning is being called against Hiram as they hit the ball out of bounds after it went through the net. Harris back into the ball game now, and leaving is going to be Wynn. Harris is scoreless, and Wynn leaves scoreless. 48-22, Lions on top of it, 3.15 remaining to go in this third quarter. A 26-point lead by the Lions. They play again on Wednesday night against Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Harris drives right side. That's Tucker, excuse me. Tucker got the ball knocked free, pulled off the floor by Scott. Scott leads the break up the right-hand side. She's going to drive right of the lane, and a foul will be called on the play. And that's going to be a call on Markham, I believe. Markham, it looked like she got Scott as she was driving through the lane. May have even got her across the bridge of the nose. And the foul will be called against Markham. That is her first. And the fourth against the Lions as a team. Studer's going to check back in, and Tucker will get a breather now. Tucker leaves with 11 points. Studer checks back in with 13. Vinoy will put it in right of her own bucket. Inbounds the basketball to Burgos. Burgos back outside to Vinoy. She'll drive right of the lane. Lay it up on the scoop. No good. And a foul will be called on the Lions, and that will put them over the limit. And it won't matter because Vinoy was in the act of shooting anyway. Huff with the foul. That is her first. 
And Vinoy will go line left. Vinoy with three points in the ballgame. This will be her first trip to the stripe in this contest. With 2.52 left to go in the third. And she line drives that one off the back iron. Badly missed it. No good. 48-22, your score lines on top of it. We'll bring you Wednesday night's game against Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6.30 from Harrington Center. That one rims in and out. No good off the back iron and off the backboard. And the rebound taken down by Markham. Clears it off to Studer from left to right into the front court. Studer top of the key to Huff. Huff will dribble left side. Got the ball knocked free, but picked up by Markham on the left wing. Now dribbles between the circles. Man-to-man by Hiram. Gets the bounce pass off to Huff. Huff with it. Shot clock down to 11. Huff drives left of the lane. Lead it up and in, and it won't count. They're going to call an offensive foul on Huff. And Dan Benjamin says, wait, she was inside the restriction circle, and the officials are going to talk about it. And it will be a foul on Kirk of Hiram, and the bucket will count. Kirk was inside that restriction circle that you've got to be completely out of it to get an offensive foul called. And Kirk evidently was either on the line or inside the circle. So Huff with six. We'll go to the line looking to complete the three-point play. She is 0 for 2 from the line tonight. Now, Kirk will check out of the ball game after picking up that foul. And that is the second team foul against Hiram. And Huff drills the free throw. She's got five points in this quarter, and it's 51-22 Lions. Into the front court, Branch, who's back into the ball game now for the Terriers. Off to Scott. Scott dribbles down, right of the lane, spins to her left, put it up from 10, up and in. Boy, nice individual move by Jasmine Scott. She's got four, and it's 51-24 Lions. Studer, bounce pass to Huff, and now the outside official, Markeisha Smith, is going to talk things over with Lori Francesen, and they're going to come over to the scorer's table and I don't think the time clock ran and that's what they're going to try to get that synced up. Right now it shows 2.07 left to go in this third quarter, 51-24. Our next broadcast game is coming up on Wednesday night, as we said. 6.30 with the pregame, 7 o'clock with the tip-off. Wright-Patterson Air Force women taking on the Lions from the Harrington Center. Come out and take a look at this team because if this is any indication, they're pretty darn good. On the left-hand side, Merritt. Merritt's going to drive the lane, lay it up and in. Merritt with her first two for the Lions in the ballgame. We're under two minutes to go. 53-24 Lions. Into the front court comes Vinoy. Vinoy, sideline right, picks up the dribble, guarded by Markham. Double team now. Gets it back out front to Scott. Scott between the circles. Shot clock down to 15. Scott dribbles around the right side. Jump pass to Vinoy. Right corner. Dribbles right at the lane now. Put it up on the run. Off the rim and no good. Rebound Huff. Huff clears it up the floor to Markham. Markham has to go down to the floor and she's going to be tied up. It'll be a jump ball. Scott knocked the ball free and the ball, the arrow, is pointing in direction of Hiram. So they get the basketball back. Third turnover in this third quarter by the Lions. A minute 25 to go. In this third quarter, 
53-24. Scott, crossover dribble, driving in against Harris, now stops top of the circle, tries to dribble around a pick between her legs, drives the lane, laid it up, hit the bottom of the backboard, ball loose on the floor, kicked out front to Benoit, Benoit left wing, dribbles out of the corner, gets it out on the right side to Scott from 18, puts it up no good, and the rebound taken down by Merritt. Merritt dribbles out of a crowd for the Lions, looks up the floor, dribbles to the line, to the lane, got the ball stripped away, taken away by Benoy of Hiram, the other way, bounce pass up the floor, it goes to Branch, Branch put it up, hit the bottom of the backboard also, and the rebound taken down on the left side to Markham, Markham drives the lane, tried to feed a pass underneath the huff, now it's ragged. Basketball playing up the floor, Branch, Branch dribbles the length of the floor, laid it up, no good, she blew the open layup. And the rebound taken down by Studer. Half a minute to go in the third. Studer up the floor to the top of the key to the line. And a whistle and a timeout is going to be taken by Dan Benjamin and the Lions. With 30.8 seconds to go in the third quarter, we'll keep it right here. This last minute has not been the example of basketball that you want to show the team on the tape going home from this one. 53-24, 53-24, the Lions lead it. And their next home game is Wednesday night. Hopefully we'll see you there. If not, you can join us here on Ultimate Sports Talk with the broadcast. We'll be on the air at 6.30. The men's season starts on Friday afternoon from Marietta, the Great Lakes Invitational. And we'll have that one for you also. That's an afternoon game, Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Pre-game show will be at 1.30. The first game here this afternoon was Xavier winning in overtime, 71-66 over the University of New Hampshire. And that's the reason we got this one underway late. Lions will put the ball in play after the timeout. With the basketball is Studer. Studer, 26 seconds, 18 on the shot clock. Huff, left of the circle. She's going to drive left of the lane. Spins to her left, inside the circle. Put up the right-handed hook, up and in. Huff is feeling it. She's got nine. 55-24. Biggest lead of the night by the Lions, 31. Scott the other way. Shut off by Harris. Back out front, Branch. Six seconds to go in the third. Dribbles around Studer. Branch gets it off to Scott. Stolen away by Harris. Harris up the floor. Studer, half-court shot at the buzzer. It'll go! Studer shot it from the left side at half-court and hit nothing but net. And that's been the way this game has gone for the Lions. Your score at the end of three. It's the Lions 58, Hiram 24. You're listening to the Lauren Hill Classic on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sport is the common denominator in the world. If there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond country struggling with race we believe it's time for the sports industry to come together and really unite the nation we want people to speak up take the pledge and rise up against racism and we'll rise up i pledge i pledge to treat everyone with respect respect and dignity I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up whenever I know discrimination is happening. And I will stand up. Get up. Rise up for victims. 
Take the pledge at risetowin.org. Well, that shot by Studer at the end of the third quarter is the epitome of how this game has gone for the Lions. They lead at 58-24. It's a 34-point lead entering this fourth and final quarter of play. The Lions are shooting now 47% from the field, 44% from three, while Hiram, 20% from the field, 20% from three. That's the story of the ball game. Lions have the basketball opening up the fourth and final quarter of play. Fairfield with it. Left of the circle. Hands it off to Studer. Right wing to Markham. Now back out to Studer. Studer gets it off to Tucker, who's back into the ballgame. Drives right of the lane. Throws it up. A shot. No good. She's knocked to the floor, and she'll go to the line. Foul by Elena Conroy. Conroy picks up the foul. That is her first. Check that. That's her second. First against Hiram as a team. And Tucker... Goes to the line and misses that one. She'll be shooting free throws tomorrow. You can bet that. Second one. That one's no good again. Tucker tonight is 5 for 10 from the free throw line. 58-24. Lions on top of it. Vinoy, left side to Edwards. Now to Scott, left wing. Bounce pass underneath. It goes to Burgos. Put it up and in in front of Fairfield. Burgos left of the lane. She's got four. And it's 58-26 Lions. Into the front court comes Studer. Crossover dribble to the left-hand side to the three-point arc. Drives the left of the lane. Throws it up with the right hand. No good. And an offensive foul. They're going to call Studer for running over the top of Edwards. That is her first personal. And that's the first against the Lions as a team here in the fourth quarter. Doesn't really matter, but the Lions have three timeouts left. Hiram has two. I don't think either team wants to stop the clock too much in this one. Edwards inside the circle. Put it up from 17 straight away. No good. And the rebound brought down by Hudson. Hudson gets it back out front to Studer on the right wing. Tucker, she's going to shoot the long three off the backboard in the rim. No good. And the rebound taken down by Scott. Scott, crossover dribble. Trying to beat the 10-second count and does up the floor to Benoit. Inside the arc from 17, right wing, no good. And the rebound taken down on the play by Haberthy. Haberthy bringing it up the right side with a right-hand dribble. Outside the arc, now backs it out to the sideline. Now drives right baseline, shut off by Scott. Bounce pass underneath the Fairfield, right of the lane with the dribble. Back off into the corner to Haberthy. Pump fake, drives right baseline. And now stops, shut off by Scott, can't find anyone. Bounce pass off to Tucker, and it's taken away by Edwards. Gets it up the floor for Hiram to Scott. Scott brings it up against Haberthy behind the back dribble. Scott with the basketball. She's got a lot of offensive talents, and she's showing it right now. She'll put up the scoop shot. No good on the right side, but a foul will be called against Fairfield. And that will be her first. And the second against the Lions as a team. Going line left will be Scott. Jasmine Scott has got four points here tonight, but this is her first trip to the line here this evening from line left. Puts it up, and it's off the front iron. No good. Now into the ballgame for the Lions is Lataya Wynn. Wynn into the ballgame. She's another freshman. Second one by Scott is up and good. So Scott's got five in the ballgame, one of two from the strike. And with eight minutes to go in the ballgame, it's 58-27 Lions. 
They're going to break a five-game losing streak here tonight. Studer up the floor to Fairfield. It's taken away, and up the floor is Conroy, and Conroy is going to be fouled by Wynn before she ever got to the bucket. So that'll be the third foul against the Lions as a team with 7.50 to go. Inbounds pass. Goes to Edwards, now top of the circle to Burgos, right back into the corner to Conroy, and an offensive foul on the pick called against Edwards. Moving pick called against Johnson, excuse me, Johnson. That is her second, and the second team foul against Hiram here in this fourth quarter. Bringing it up the other way is Studer. Studer, stop a good dribble, pulls up for the 20-footer from outside, got the three. Studer. Has got 19 in the ball game, and her last 12 points have come on four threes. 7:22 left to go in this ball game. It's 61-27. Scott got the ball knocked away from behind, stolen away by Fairfield. Bringing it the other way is Haberthy. Haberthy between the legs, dribble now stops between the circles. Haberthy with it on the right side, goes off to win. Win right wing. She dribbles inside the arc to the wing, down to the baseline, picks up her dribble, hook pass out front, and it's going to go into the backcourt, and it'll be an over-and-back violation called against the Lions. 6.56 left to go, and now substitutions coming in. Vinoy coming in. Scott leaves. And also checking into the ballgame is Holtzman. Holtzman never got to the official score to check in. She has to go back and do that. And leaving is Burgos. 6.56 left to go in this ball game, and it's 61-27. Lions on top of it. You would have never thought this coming into this game with 11 freshmen. With the basketball is right, knocked free, stolen away by Studer. Studer brings it up from left to right for the Lions. They've got the basketball and the lead around a pick by Hudson. Studer with it on the right side. Studer outside the arc. Crossover dribble. Dribbles down to the baseline. Still with the handle is Studer. Now picks up the dribble. She's going to throw it up from 15. Missed everything in the rebound. Taken down by Holtzman. Clears it off up the floor to Branch. Off to Vinoy. Vinoy with it on the right-hand side. Goes off to Conroy. Conroy right of the lane. Back out front to Vinoy. Off to Johnson. Down on the left baseline right for three. No, and a foul will be called on Studer. And that's going to be a three-shot violation. And Wright will go to the line shooting three. And that also is going to put the Lions over the limit. That's their fourth team foul. But the next one will send Hiram to the line for the rest of the game. Wright will shoot three. Misses the first one in and out. Wright scoreless. And this is her first trip to the line. With 6.15 left to go in the ballgame. Second one by Wright is up, and that one is So Wright with her first point. Aberthy and Harris back into the ballgame. Sitting down, Wynn and Studer for the Lions. Third one by Wright is there. So Wright hits two of three. She's got two points. Branch back into the ball game and right after hitting two of three will leave. 6.15 left to go in the ball game. 61-29. Lions with the lead. Up the court. Stolen away. Benoit brings it up the right side. Then taken right back away by Harris as she came in from behind. Picked off the floor. Harris will bring it the other way. Gets it off on the left-hand side. 
And it goes to Markham. Markham got hit, but no foul. Markham's going to drive the lane, lay it up, and the ball is knocked free and out of bounds, and it will go back to Mount St. Joseph. I don't think Markham was too happy with that body-up lack of a call, and she decided to take it to the bucket. We may have seen the end of the night for Studer here this evening. And she'll leave the ball game with those 19 points. Aberthy, right of the circle to Hudson. Hudson dribbles inside the circle, now off the merit, left baseline from 17, bounced high off the back iron and fell through. Merritt has got four in the ball game, and it's 63-29. Five and a half minutes to go in the ball game. On the right-hand side, bounce pass to Vinoy. Vinoy sideline right, dribbles down to the right baseline, threw up a shot off the side of the backboard, no, but a foul will be called on Hudson. That is her second. And going line left will be Vinoy. Vinoy, that's the key to the victory here tonight. The Lions' ability to hold her down. She's got three points, make it four. And that's her first point since the first quarter. Spen will check into the ballgame now for Hiram, and leaving the contest is Holtzman. So Vinoy with 5.27 left to go in the game. We'll try to add her fourth point of the contest. Eyes it, shoots it, no good. And the rebound taken down by Johnson on the left baseline. Back up top of the key, Branch. Top of the key, three, got it. Branch with nine. That's her second three of the night. And it's 63-33. Lions by 30. Merritt into the front court. Stop and go dribble up the left side, left of the lane. Lays it up with the left hand off the glass and iron. No. And the rebound checked around, and it's kicked out of bounds by Conroy. And they're going to call a foul on... The Lions, and that foul is going to be called against Merritt. That is her first. And we'll walk down here to the other end of the floor and shoot some free throws. The media timeout will be coming up here very shortly with 5.05 left to go in this ballgame. Going line left is Conroy. She's two for two from the line tonight with five points, but all that happened in the first half. And she goes line left, puts that one up off the back iron, front iron, no good. Second one by Conroy. Spins it, dips, shoots, that one's good. She's got six in the ball game, five minutes to go, exactly. 63-34 lines. On the right-hand side. Markham with the basketball, not a Merritt. Merritt spins to her left. She's going to drive the lane. Got the ball taken away on the play. And Merritt's down underneath the bucket, and she's hurt. Well, that looked like a foul, but no call. And Merritt may have twisted her ankle. Up the floor, Vinoy gets it off on the right-hand side. Branch, Branch shot an air ball, and Markham grabbed the rebound, and immediately they're going to take a timeout. It's an injury timeout, but Merritt was driving inside the lane, and she twisted that left ankle, and she just fell to the floor, crumpled underneath the basket at the far end from us. Now she's laughing about it as the trainer is out there looking things over. And now I think we're going to have the media timeout, and we will. 4.41 left to go in the ball game. Your score. It is Mount St. Joseph 63, Hiram 34. You are listening to the Lauren Hill Classic from Cintas Center on the 
campus of Xenia University on ultimatesportstalk.com. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mount School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash mba. 441 left to go in the ball game. 63-34. And walking off under her own power was Merritt, so she was able to get out of the ball game. Mount St. Joseph with the basketball. Bringing it up the floor is Harris. Harris with it on the right-hand side. Hands it off to Studer, who's back into the ball game. Came back in for Merritt. Now back out front to Harris. Harris gets it back to Studer. Studer. Out near the timeline on the right-hand side. Now dribbles to the center circle with the left hand to the left three-point arc. She's going to put it up from three short. Rebound taken down on the play, though, by Haberthy. Haberthy gets it off on the right-hand side to Markham for three right wing. Around the rim, no, and the rebound taken down by Spen of Hiram. They clear it off. Four minutes to go in this ball game. Up the right-hand side, Branch. Branch stops right at the circle from 17. Around the rim and out. No good. Rebound Huff. Clears it up the floor to Harris for the Lions. On the run from left to right. Off to Markham. Left wing. Three. Around. No good. Rebound. Tapped out of bounds. Last touch by Johnson of Hiram. And it will stay with the Lions at the far end of the floor. We're under four minutes left to go. Now Tucker's going to check back in for the Lions. And Studer will leave. So Studer leaves the floor, and putting it in play is Markham. Markham, top of the circle to Tucker, on the left-hand side now to Haberthy, inside to Huff. Huff put it up with the left hand, blocked out of bounds by Spen, and it will stay with the Lions. Now checking back in is Holtzman, scoreless, leaving a Spen after that block shot. 3.45 left to go in the ballgame. Boy, when you got Holtzman and Spen in that center position, you've got some big bodies there. Bounce pass to Markham. Markham with the basketball, top of the circle. Bounce pass to Huff, top side. Huff inside the circle to the free throw line. Right wing to Tucker. Tucker outside the arc. Ten seconds to go on the shot clock. 3.28 on the game clock. With it is Haberthy. Haberthy, bounce pass to Harris. Three on the shot clock. Harris gets it knocked away, but a foul will be called on the play. And that foul is going to be... They're trying to signal 33, but I believe it's 23, and that's who it'll be on Johnson. That's her third. And the third against Hiram as a team. Branch is out of the ballgame now. And checking back in is Burgos. Tucker's going to put the ball in play. Does pump fake to Aberthy. Aberthy put it up from the right side from five. No good in the rebound, Conroy. Conroy brings it up for... 
Hiram now off on the left-hand side to Benoy. Benoy with it between the circles. Behind the back dribble. Hunt Benoy off on the left baseline to Conroy. Pump fake inside the arc. Drives right to the baseline. Threw up an air ball. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Looked like it was last touched by Johnson, but they'll say it went off the hands of Markham, and it will stay with the Terriers at the left-hand side. 3.04 left to go. 63-34 Lions. Inbounds pass. It goes to Burgos. Burgos hands it off on the right-hand side to Conroy. Conroy jump pass right wing to Vinoy for three. Got it. Vinoy with seven in the ball game, her second three. And with 2.49 left to go, 63-37. Lions on top, and they'd like to get out of here before Vinoy starts going off. On the right side, Harris. Harris right baseline. Drives right at the one up a shot. Blocked from behind. Harris got it back. Left wing to Haberthy. Haberthy, one dribble. Three-pointer left of the circle. Good. Haberthy with 11. Dan Benjamin's got some freshmen that can play ball. 2.24 left to go in the ballgame. 66-37. Lions with the lead. On the right-hand side, Johnson. Stop and go dribble. Drives right of the lane. She'll put it up from the right baseline. Off the glass and good. Johnson with four points in the ballgame. And it's 66-39, Lions. 2.05 left to go. Into the front court comes Tucker. Behind the back dribble. Tucker with the right-hand dribble. Stopping up against Conroy. They seem to be talking to each other. Tucker got the ball knocked free from behind. Picked up by Johnson. Flips it up the floor to Conroy. Conroy back up the floor to Spen. Now to Burgos. Burgos right back up on the left-hand side to Holtzman. Holtzman's going to dribble out of a crowd and then got the ball knocked away. And a timeout taken by Hiram. We will also. A minute 43 to go in this basketball game in your score. It is now Mount St. Joseph 66 and Hiram 39, you're listening to the Lauren Hill Classic from Cintas Center on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. If you like great food at a great price and great company, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on Glenway is the place. The official home for Mount St. Joseph Lions football before and after every game. Pete and his staff provide fast and attentive service with the food and their excellent craft beer selection with 20 different names on tap. On Sundays, JTAPS has the NFL Sunday ticket with a different game on each screen. Monday is wing night, Tuesday is boneless night, and Wednesday is gyro night. Open at 11 a.m. every day at JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill on 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Your home for Mount St. Joe Lions football. 143 left to go in the ballgame. 66-39, Lions on top of it. Yep, lines on top of it. And there's a technical foul called against the Lions. I'm not quite sure what that's about. But going to the line will be Vinoy. She'll shoot the tee. And she got the first one. And now she'll shoot the second one. She's got eight. And the second one is up and good. So Vinoy's got nine, a minute 43 left to go. Like we said, Dan Benjamin would probably like to get out of here before Vinoy starts finding the rim. 66-41. Inbounds pass. Burgos dribbles right of the lane. She'll put it up from 12 around the rim and in. Burgos 
with the basket. She's got six in the ball game, and it's 66-43. And Hiram trying to make this look respectable. Bringing up the floor is Tucker. Tucker with the basketball. Now she's going to dribble it outside. A minute 20 to go in the ball game. Tucker bounce pass to Huff. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by Burgos. Burgos brings it up the right side. She'll drive the lane. Lay it up. Won't go. Rebound taken down by Conroy, though. Put it up. No good again. And the rebound taken down by the Mounts, Sydney Skinner. Skinner on the left baseline. Now goes to Keene. And Keene drills the two-pointer. And then the timeout taken by Dan Benjamin, but that was just to get a substitution in. Keen hitting the bucket. She's got two in the ball game. They're going to call that a two-pointer. That makes it 68-43. We're under a minute left to go in the ball game. Vinoy with it. Between the circles, drives right side in against Tucker, stops, spins to her right, puts it up from 15. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Markham. Markham got the ball taken away by Brooke Johnson, and Johnson laid it up and in. Lions getting a little lazy with their passes. Inbounds pass, knocked away, stolen away by Hiram. Hiram back out front, Vinoy. Vinoy's going to shoot the left of the circle. Three, got it! Vinoy has got 12. And the Lions are falling apart here at the end of the game, even though they still lead by 20. Keen up the right-hand side to the right baseline. She's going to drive inside, right of the lane. Bounce pass to Skinner. Back out front, Markham for the three-pointer. Got it. Markham has got eight in the ball game, And it's 71-48. Lions settle that defensive lapse down. 13 seconds to go in the ballgame. Bringing it up is Vinoy. Vinoy right side. Shot clock is off. Eight seconds to go. Top of the circle, Johnson. Back to Vinoy. Vinoy around a pick by Johnson. She'll pop the three. Around and out. No good. Rebound. Burgos put it in at the buzzer. And it will count. Burgos with eight. And your final score here tonight. The Mount St. Joseph Lions, 71. The Hiram Terriers, 50. We'll be back to wrap things up from the Cintas Center right after this. Are you a small business owner that wants more customers? Of course. What business wouldn't? I'm Dave Mitchell. What if I told you I could help you increase your customer base, possibly 2,000%? You'd wonder how, right? OneCom Media can give you all the details. We can show you how to increase your customer base and give you a great return on your investment for your website. This means more customers, more business, and more money in your pocket. Get more details by calling me at OneCom Media. The number is 513-268-2799. Increase your customers with OneCom Media, 513-268-2799. Expectations are high as the men's college basketball season begins this week. The Mount St. Joseph Lions travel east to Marietta for their first game Friday afternoon in the Great Lakes Invitational to play perennial NCAC contender Wittenberg. The Tigers were 19-8 one year ago as the Lions narrowly missed an NCAA tourney bird. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday afternoon for the tip-off of the opening game of two with the pregame show starting at 1.30. It's the Lions and the Tigers in the Great Lakes Invitational Friday afternoon at 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. 
the 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. The women's basketball season is moving along as Game 2 is coming up. The Mount St. Joseph Lions hit the home floor for the first time Wednesday night, and they will host Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. These two teams are facing off for the first time, and the Lions want their first game at home to be a win. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Wednesday night as we bring you all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The tip-off is set for 7 from the Harrington Center. Join me for the pregame show at 6.30. Mount St. Joseph will host Wright-Patterson Air Force Base Wednesday night at 7, and you can catch all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, back here at the Centos Center, Dave Mitchell with you. 71-50. to The Lions come away with their... First victory of the 2017-18 college basketball season, and they break a five-game losing streak. Last year, they fell by one point to this Terrier ball club. Tonight, they win it by 21 points here this evening. And all you got to do, as we've said all night long, is look at the field goal percentage. The Lions held Hiram to 27.4% from the field tonight, while they shot 44.6% 44.6% from the field in this ballgame. The Lions were 25 of 56 for that 45% mark, while Hiram was 17 of 62 for 27%. From three-point range, the Lions were 10 of 23 for 43%, while Hiram was 6 of 19 for 32%. If one thing that the Lions did wrong, it was at the free-throw line. They were 11 of 26 from the line for 43%, while Hiram was 10 of 20 for 50%. Hiram, though, out-rebounded the Lions 46-41. They out the but Mount St. Joseph had three more defensive rebounds tonight, 32-29. to The Lions took the lead early in the ball game at 3 to nothing, and they never gave it up, winning this one 71-50. We will take a look at the individual stats for tonight's game. We'll do that right after this timeout. There are over 360,000 NCAA student-athletes. And just about all of us will be going pro in something other than sports. The NCAA reminds us to ask ourselves, what will we do? Over the last 100 years, the NCAA has helped millions of student-athletes find their power outside the field, court, and rink. NCAA, celebrating 100 years of student-athlete. 71-50, 71-50, your final score here tonight. Let's take a look at the leading scorers here this evening. First of all, for Mount St. Joseph, Lainey Studer led the way with 19 points here tonight. She was just outstanding. Three for three from the free throw line, four for eight from three-point range, six of 16 from the field all total. Studer had 19 points in the ballgame. 11 points for Tucker. She was three of four from the field, five of ten from the free throw line, and she had 11 points. 11 points to Haberthy this evening. She was 4 of 7 from the field, 3 of 4 from the line in the ballgame, and she had 11 points in the contest. 8 points going to Markham. Markham was 2 for 4 from the line, 2 for 4 from 3-point range, and 2 for 2 from the stripe tonight for 8 points in the contest. 5 points going to Hudson in the ballgame. 4 points to Merritt. 2 points to Keene. And who could forget... Huff in tonight's ball game. Huff was outstanding. She had nine points. They all came in the third quarter of play. She was four for six from the field. She was one of five from the free throw line. She also grabbed five rebounds tonight. Huff with nine points in the ball game. Matter of fact, Markham and Studer 
led the Lions tonight in rebounds with six in the ballgame. For Hiram, they were led in scoring by Vinoy, but Vinoy did not get on track until the fourth quarter. She had three points from the first quarter into the fourth quarter and then had 12 in the ballgame. Nine points going to Branch, eight points to Burgos, six points to Conroy, five points to Scott, two points each to Wright and to Kirk in tonight's contest. But it was defense, 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 and that's why the Lions won this one tonight by a final score of 71-50. to Our next broadcast game coming up for you on Wednesday night. We'll be at home at the Harrington Center where the Lions will be taking on Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6.30 and the tip-off at 7 o'clock on that ball game. And then Friday afternoon, the men's team gets underway. We'll be on the air from Marietta in the Great Lakes Invitational Classic. That will be a Friday afternoon game. Remember that, Friday afternoon, 2 o'clock with the tip-off, 1.30 with the pregame show. Our thanks to Mount St. Joe University President Dr. Williams, Athletic Director Steve Radcliffe, SID Blake Edwards, along with everybody here at Xavier University, along with Alex Dellis, the head coach of the Hiram Lady Terriers. Also to all of our sponsors, to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program, but most of all our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here this evening. It was Mount St. Joseph 71, the Hiram Terriers 50. Until Wednesday night, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Mount St. Joseph University Basketball. This game has been brought to you by The Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions, call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. OneCom Media, call for all your digital needs at 513-268-2799. The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio, call 330-830-9760. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Join us next time for Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.